0: Hey, this is Cunning Minks of the Polyamory Weekly Podcast at polyweekly.com, and you're listening to the giant pervert unspeakable acts on the Massacast. I was interviewed for the People of Kink podcast. A lot of interesting people on the, on, the, uh, on the show, the People of Kink. Take a look at it. Go to peopleofkink.com. Crazy Heart, the guy who the gentleman... From the Great White North Who does the interviews He's a really nice guy And uh, lots of people uh, uh, On his show Have been really interesting uh, And then there's me So This episode Is a friend of the show Who sadly moved away From New York And now she's in uh, Somewhere else She's 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 moved away And I'm not going to say Where she's living But she's living In a more rural area We'll just say that And uh, it's evermore She's been on the show In the past And uh she had such horrible internet connection, but you'll hear it cuts in and out a little bit. But it's Evermore, so it's worth it. So uh, once again, back on the show, it's Evermore. Well, okay. You want to? Should we try this thing? You want to do this? Yeah. All right. Thank you for doing it. So I had like three or four interviews set up. You're saving me, by the way, by doing this because I had like three or four interviews set up, uh, and. All of them had to cancel because of the storm, and so you doing this is you're you're performing a public service, is what you're doing. Um, hmm. Because uh, I've had to reschedule those, and I don't wouldn't have time to put another one out. And, and it's a long spiel, but basically, you doing this episode not only are you placating all those people who have been emailing me asking when's Evermore coming back, what, when are you gonna have Evermore on again, what what happened to Evermore? Did Evan, did Evermore finally get enough of your shit and she no longer talking to you? Uh, and so now, uh, you know, this this answers that call. Um, we're on via Skype. You should say something sometime, and you know, over this conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I know you started, asshole. Right. <laughs>
0: So we're on via Skype, and we right now we I can see you we're doing video. It's good to see your face again. I've missed you. You have been away from New York City for what a well what a year and a half
1: Oh, it's more than two years now. God damn my two year anniversary was on june twenty fifth
0: what What do you want me to say where you live?
1: I'm in the land of ice and wind
0: okay, so it could be Canada, could be whatever
1: <laughs> Yes,
0: but you've been away from New York City. For a long time, you're now in an area that's sparsely populated. Do you miss New York?
1: I miss New York terribly. And it's not only sparsely populated. It's sparsely populated with very strange people with very strange customs.
0: Why aren't you coming back? I've been asking you for so long. You missed New York desperately and you're still not coming back.
1: Well, there are things here that are more valuable to me at the moment um, that I need to experience for more time. I need more time here, and I could need forever here. I don't know, but what I some of the things I left New York for are here, and I need to I need to be with them for longer. And those things are stillness. I desperately needed stillness, and I desperately needed quiet. And both of those things are here and plentiful. And it's so beautiful here, and everything is green, and the mountains are magnificent. And the landscape when it's frozen and under snow is more beautiful than anything I've ever seen in my entire life. The mountains here, when they're frozen, are exponentially more beautiful than they are when they're not. That's just incredible. I'm surrounded by the most incredible beauty and I need I need more time with it.
0: So it's because you have uh, this this quietness and this stillness that's that you're willing to sacrifice your sexuality? Is that what, what I want to say?
1: I think that's what you want to say. But Well, let's um, say that then. Well, I'm I'm I've, I have definitely put it on hold, but not by choice by default. I'm I, there just aren't many. I have one friend, one friend that I can be kinky with, but um, and we were we've had some really wonderful experiences together. But we're it's not it's it's not it's he 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 may be the only cute boy. In the entire subarctic, it's very well. That he's the only cute, kinky boy in the entire subarctic region. Well, actually, I've never been to. I've never been to the Scandinavian countries, and they're beautiful there, right? Well, uh, I
0: mean, they say they say people from Norway are extremely attractive. People from, uh, especially if they are like one or two generations removed, uh, <laughs> just knock out. Amazing looking, right? <laughs> Interestingly enough, I was just looking at a, at a new uh, at an uh, article today. I clicked on an article, and I thought it said most preposterous countries, right? And I was looking at it, and it said Norway number one, and I was offended because that's my motherland, right? That's my, and I was like, preposterous, and I nope, prosperous. <laughs> And I was offended for a brief moment, and then I felt justified. I'm like, ha, prosperous, not preposterous um, but for some reason, where you are in the subarctic region you are, there are not a lot of people that you are both attracted to and feel are open minded enough to be
1: kinky yeah no um i I went to my first private party a week ago, oh wow yes and um what was so incredibly evident there was that every single one of those people except for the coordinator the woman, the amazingly gregarious woman that uh that put everything together was in the closet right every single one of them except for her was closeted and that's just that's just the way it is here. This is an extremely conservative area. Um, we just had a gay rights proposition get get voted down here um, uh, last uh, last last winter, which was incredibly depressing, absolutely devastatingly depressing. Um, and there's another one up. Coming up, and that's that's not gonna. I don't have a lot of confidence that that's gonna pass either. There's, I'm in the land of Christians, Mormons, truck driving, lifted lifted truck driving, meg tire, gun slinging. You know, I mean, we're talking we're talking as red as red could be, redder than any bottom you've ever seen. This is a red state. Well all I'm trying to all I'm doing is reporting on what I saw. Every single person there was closeted. There weren't many people there, so I got to talk to a lot of people and every one of them was closeted. Yeah. And yeah. it came up in conversation with all of them. And well they're asking me where I'm from. They're asking me, you know, how, how do I feel about where I am now? And and you know, and uh, the the kink community here comes came up in in within that context, and every single time the issue of being discovered uh, came up in conversation, and then I'd ask why, and all of those reasons that I just described were reason
0: yeah so this is from the locals they I mean they themselves describe it that way yes. so what was your first play party in the area like?
1: okay, well, okay, so first. <laughs> First of all, the location was the Family Youth Center of oh. a trail system. Okay.
0: <laughs> but you kind of I mean, if you're in that area, you kind of kind of work with what you got, right?
1: Maybe. Yes. Yes. I don't know. I I don't know. I've I've been I haven't been attracted to the community here. So I haven't been very active in the community here. I don't know where they've had other private parties uh, before. But... um, It usually takes people
0: a while to get warmed up to a local community, though. Because they got to get used to the vibe. I've heard this from many people when they move to a new city. That it just takes them a little while. Except for San Francisco. Everyone I know who goes to San Francisco, it's like coming home to a lot of people. But... No matter what new community, people kind of have, to, because every community is just like, it's like meeting a new friend. Uh, you kind of got to get used to their personality. You got to get used to, you know, what jokes they laugh at and all these other things. What, the, you know, what, if they're allergic to peanuts, you know, you have to kind of get used to who they are. And, and then when you kind of, you can kind of acclimate yourself to it. So I wouldn't write them off just from your first party just because it was at a gymboree or whatever it was, you know, um, or a KOA campground. But, um,
1: <laughs> but, I'm not writing them off. Okay. I'm just telling okay. you what my experience is like. How
0: many people were there?
1: So, um well it it fluctuated a little bit, but there weren't more I don't think there were more than thirty people there. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. It's and that's only uh that's only a portion of the of the community. There seems to have been a bit of a schism in the community and so there's a couple of different camps. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know anything about that, but I just keep getting told the same, you know, the same story about the same schism over and over and over again. So I don't, I have no experience with what happened, but the community is divided. Apparently
0: that kind of happens everywhere though.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's a small community, so it's a big divide.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you have fun?
1: It was okay. It was all right. Um, I went with the with with that one friend I, I just mentioned, the only attractive subarctic man in, in this region. <laughs> that,
0: that, that be, that, that, I'm sure I, if he was truly the only attractive subarctic man in the region, that would be, I mean, he'd be beating women off with a stick. I mean, it would be. He is. He is?
1: He is. It's it's amazing to watch. It's it's definitely a phenomenon.
0: And um, go ahead, sorry.
1: And and he uh, has been seeing this beautiful young woman lately. So she wanted to experience the the scene for the first time. That kind of party for her first time. So that was exciting. Bringing someone to their to their first, sharing someone's first experience at a private party with them. Um, and of course, the moment he walks in the door, everyone wants his attention. So she and I sort of go off and explore what's what's around the party and meet people and talk to people. And we sat down with this guy that he had this incredible collection of electro-torture stuff, E-STEM stuff. And it was just beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. It was the the most extension, extensive collection of e I've ever seen. Um, and, uh, I thought it would be a good, I, uh, I thought it would be a lot of fun for her to experience that for the first time. It can be really benign and a whole lot of fun and definitely a good sort of, uh, gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, and electro
0: so, play is kind of your thing too. You'd really.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I, I especially love it when I, when I can channel, channel electricity through my body and and touch someone. So that was her first, her very first touch was through my finger. And that was just, it was, it was just so beautiful. It was just so beautiful. She was just so sweet about it. She lit up and giggled and smiled and wanted more. And it was, it was just so sweet. I think that's, um, uh, I think, I think she had a It, it was it was a sweet first touch. We'll just leave it at that. I don't really know what else to say about it.
0: Is it did it lead to uh, tickle fighting or <laughs> pillow fighting? Or?
1: <laughs> oh well, then he he of course progressively got a little bit more edgy with his toys yeah. and. Got to some things that um, <laughs> that she had to put up some boundaries on. He got down our shirts. That was fun for him and us. We let him go down our shirts. You know, we had the little um, the little pads hooked up to the little tens machine, right. or, or, or I can't remember which one it is. And um, and uh, but then, like the moment he realized he could get down our shirt, the next thing he wanted to do is get down our pants. Of course. So. Um, we decided that that wouldn't happen on the first date, and, <laughs> and we're very gracious, and um, and it was it was sweet. It was a really sweet experience. We're just sitting there in the jamboree on plastic chairs, you know, playing with electricity.
0: But uh, so it sounds like it was a pretty good time. <laughs> it,
1: it was interesting. It was it was interesting.
0: You also, I find. You tend to have a type of personality where um, people kind of gravitate towards you in party environments or in, you know what I'm saying? If I mean, I should say, if you're, if you're in your, every now and again, evil evermore will show up, and you just don't want to have shit with anyone except the people you know. You don't want to meet anyone new. But ninety nine percent of the time, you're just a very open person and very welcoming, and I think that's a good vibe to have. It, and I think I've seen a lot of things happen at play parties when you were there because you facilitated it, and people are like, "Oh no, that's okay. No, that's all right. We'll shut this, uh, this
1: peacock up your ass." It's just, hey, listen, it's whatever more suggests. It's all good, you know. It was sweet. It was the whole party was very sweet on a lot of levels. And so one of one of the really interesting things that I saw that I that I it was strange that I had never seen it before, with all the things that I've seen. But there was this woman flogging a man, and she was was in bondage. Um, her, her arms were still mobile; her, her arms were unbound, um, but uh, her whole body was in this um, beautiful um, um, rope bondage, and. She is flogging this man, and just the the vision of a woman in bondage doing the flogging was interesting. But what sort of completed that circle was that she would self flagellate before she'd throw the flogger, so it'd be like whack 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 <laughs> whack, 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 whack <laughs> with each of her throws.
0: Well, that's it. Sounds like they have a pretty adventurous group there.
1: They de- oh, adventurous is definitely is definitely a part of this group. They, they uh, are open to a lot of exploration, and there were a couple of very strong performers there, um, uh, very, very strong leaders in in scenes that I would love to get to know more. Definitely, it's clear that they've had a lot of experience and a lot of experience outside of this area. Um uh, very good at what they do. Very powerful and um, and created a, a beautiful experience for the participants and a, a beautiful performance for the voyeurs to watch. Um, and and that um, I was that is what I think I've been spoiled for there's so much of that in new york mm-hmm. beautiful people doing beautiful things um and i don't mean i don't mean like you know model beautiful people just people who 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 radiate beauty doing beautiful things and showing us beautiful sharing with us beautiful experiences and um and and there's just a plenty in new york yeah. here it's it's, um, I guess a little image, uh, a little less developed. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, and I wonder if it's because it's very much stifled. Um,
0: I, I find it in, in well, it's probably why in more liberal areas you have more art, right? I mean, and it's encouraged, and in more conservative areas. You know it's not so much I mean and there's just that's just the nature of it right, whereas um in conservative areas they're probably a lot better at uh, eating cheetos, you know, so ever there's a yin and yang to everything <laughs>
1: plenty of cheetos eaten around
0: here, lots of cheetos
1: plenty of
0: so I, i'm well i'm glad i hope you're you're willing to go back and explore the local local kink seen more and and maybe check out that other side that the other the other side that was you know um, from the split of the local scene go see what's going on and go to one of those parties to see what the big deal is it's probably nothing you know it's probably not, not a big deal really you know
1: i bet it's not and i would love to experience the other side um and i'll definitely go to another one with this group um it was i i have a feeling though that uh one of the things I love so much about New York is that I can go and I can be a voyeur. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> fuck you with the evil evermore. It's the voyeur evermore. It's the I really just want to be here to to.
0: <laughs> That's the biggest delay of a joke insult ever. That was like an hour. That was like a month ago when I said that. <laughs>
1: the voyeur evermore i i i go because i want to experience vicariously and and i like to do that quietly i like to do that quietly and i i'm not going to be able to do that here if because there isn't a lot to experience here like i said there were two scenes in the entire night um where in New York it would be two scenes within eye shot, you know? Like within you know what I mean. Yeah. So it's challenging in that regard. And I have a feeling that I, I'm going to have to bring I'm going to have to bring the performances.
0: And I think <laughs> I think, you know, especially if you start things off, then other people will follow suit and then you can so you can just do Play early, do the performance thing early, and then everyone else will take, uh, you know, take cue from it, and then you can sit back and watch and be the dirty old man that you are, sitting in the corner and masturbate and see what you do, <laughs> Merle Haggard style.
1: Merle Haggard style.
0: <laughs> so, um, what is uh, one thing I found really interesting? So, you you've met people there and sort of introduced them to kink. Am I right in?
1: um well beyond this sweet young woman that we brought the other night i'm trying to think of what you're of what you're alluding to what did i tell you before
0: i thought in my it was my understanding that there was one guy you were hanging out with you were spending some quality time with and he was it wasn't that he was vanilla but he was just completely had no experience in it and he was totally game
1: yeah he was all game And it was wonderful. So, okay. So (laughs) I don't tell him what I'm doing. I tell him that we have to go grocery shopping. We were on a bit of a road trip and we had to stop and get a few things anyway. um, And (laughs) we're at the grocery store and I pick up some scissors (laughs) some duct tape and some saran wrap and he doesn't know why I need any of these things and he asks he finds the courage to ask and I refuse to explain what's happening
0: this is some good this is exactly safe saying consensual in the pre-negotiation before scene <laughs> by not telling them anything oh you're I'm gonna do things
1: <laughs> i'm gonna do things to you i might have been close to what i eventually said actually <laughs> so we get home and i don't want to waste any time because i want the whole night with him and um and i just tell him what to do i tell him to get undressed i i'm I tell him to spread his arms, I tell him to spread his legs, I tell him when to resist my push and and uh when to push him and pull himself and we got him into into a perfect mummy and got him all taped up and taped off and it was wonderful. Put him down on the bed, scooted him up, threw him around a little bit, cut out the important places, just the way I like it.
0: Uh- and he was just, I, I assume he was totally fine with it? Everything went well?
1: He was, he was all bliss. It was all bliss. He was so excited the whole time. Smile on his face. it, it The way he was glowing. I, I had never seen that, that shade of glow before, that, that intensity. It was such a rich, warm uh uh, energy uh, a warm color to to even his his skin <laughs> um, it, and he was intently watching me he never took his eyes off of me um, and what was behind them was just this incredible excitement for what's going to come next he didn't know a thing he had no idea what was going to come next. He had never experienced mummification before. He had never even seen anyone else mummified before. Um, and so he he really was completely green. Completely green. But it was such a beautiful... I, I was gentle. It's important to be gentle with someone's first time. You don't want to traumatize a person. But you definitely... It's very particularly doing something like this it's um it's incredibly important that you keep a very close watch on their body language and their gestures and their breath and and their temperature and um and he was he was he was just in bliss the whole entire time he absolutely loved it
0: did he know that you were kinky did you tell him that you were kinky beforehand or
1: yeah. He knew that I was kinky, and he was very curious. I had told him some stories and um, uh, shared some secrets, and he was he was very curious. And he's actually um, interested in experiencing a few other things uh, for the first time—things that I I didn't suggest or or tell him stories about. Things that he just wants for himself so there's definitely a lot of natural kink in there and he he's um, he's wide open
0: so do you think this is a case of of you I mean you could probably find a lot of you could probably find a lot of options because there aren't many women where you are and there aren't many open-minded adventurous women where you are from what you say so you could you're sort of the cock of the walk there and couldn't you just Pick and choose, and say, "All right, who wants mummification? Or, or you know, or, or even more so, you could just say, "I want to do things." Raise your hands. I'm not going to even tell you what. Don't you think that's, or is it just a matter of you get? You have to meet the right person. You're not attracted to some types, and so. You-
1: ask if I was that kind of person, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm, I'm quieter. I'm more. I'm. I'm I'm still, uh, I remember when my level of vulnerability shifted about four years or so ago, and I remember talking to you about how it had been years since I had played with anyone, and it was because I had this intense shift in my level of vulnerability, how vulnerable I felt to anyone, not even, not only in kinky or intimate situations, but to, to anyone. And that I haven't shaken that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm not the kind of person that could go out there and say, line them up boys. You know, I, I'm just not that kind of, it's not who I am. I, I need to be careful. Yeah. And, um, because I also want it to be meaningful. I don't know. Maybe that'll shift. I would. I would love to be that person. It's just not my nature. It's just not.
0: Well, I for one am really glad that you're you're enjoying yourself. You're you're not totally isolated. Because when you said you were moving to where you are, I was just so. I mean, I was I was distraught because. You're one of my closest friends, and I was going to miss you. I was distraught because I knew how what a change it would be for you—not just sexually, but culturally, and all these other things. And um, and I've heard of you know liberals getting lynched there, you know. (laughs) So I was just worried, you know. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you're exploring more.
1: Well, that's and that's only sort of just. That's only sort of just transformed uh the first year i was here it was it was an incredibly intense culture shock i felt alien everywhere i went and um i hadn't it i I was definitely a new yorker and you know with with a with an edge on my on my voice and an attitude in my walk and in my talk and um uh Ridicule being a form of uh, of uh, intimacy and love, you know, and and criticism and cynicism being, you know, just these things are these things are bountiful in New York, mm-hmm. and it's a lot of fun to play with them. Um, that's not so nice here. That's not so nice here at all. <laughs> so it, it took a while to adjust and it took a while to be like listen, you know, this is this is just this is just my culture yeah. this is where and how I've been enculturated and, and I love it I love New York, I love my people I love my ways, I love their ways and, and, uh, and, and I, I don't want to change, I want to stay exactly like this, I don't want to be nicer <laughs> they don't need another nice person.
0: They don't need another nice person. <laughs> you, you assholes have been coddled for way too long. <laughs> so you, uh, I'm sure you're on life there. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm not really active on any social network anymore. Actually, no.
0: Well, but you, when you first got there, you said you, you looked. At FetLife, and you said, "It's nothing but a guys, but a bunch of guys with mustaches. <laughs> Every single guy on FetLife in your area has a mustache, <laughs> or some sort of it, facial hair is very prominent.
1: That's true. <laughs> um, and actually, well, actually, FetLife was where was where I met that one that one our one cute boy." Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> can't, that can't be true. That can't be the only guy that you that is seriously, uh, you're obviously not looking hard enough.
1: Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> you're just playing yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: I'm telling you I've got them flying overhead they're fucking vultures and none of them are cute I've got oh, there's one cute boy here and that's it one cute kinky boy here and that's it
0: what do you mean like they're vultures I mean they're just like every guy you you come upon is like hey
1: oh my god cute girl new girl uh new girl that my friends haven't fucked yet uh new girl with possibly a cleaner vagina than the last one i had you know like i'm telling you it's it's or any vagina for that matter
0: you should say when they, when they when they say and i'm sure they say this and this is just everything they say possibly cleaner vagina than the last one i have you should probably you should look at it and go hmm possibly <laughs> i guess it's possible anything's possible
1: <laughs> uh, people don't use a lot of condoms here. Really? Yeah, really. Syphilis is a huge problem.
0: So I'm sure that makes it more attractive because you're da- you're into danger.
1: <laughs> I'm an edge player. What like. can I say?
0: <laughs> so how do you how do you oh know, because syphilis is such a big deal? That's how you know condoms aren't really being used.
1: Uh, I, I mean, come on, there, (laughs) you don't, nobody's selling condoms at the store by the glacier. Like it's, (laughs) there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of condoms around and there are plenty of pregnancies and there are plenty of uh, antibiotics. I, I mean, it's kind of people I have heard. I have heard people talking freely about getting rid of that rash or that infection or whatever. It's, it's, it's very strange. It's very strange. You're making a face like it's not real, but it's real.
0: People t- openly talk about their open source.
1: <laughs> I have heard on several occasions... Thank God I was not a part of the conversation. I have heard on several occasions. I even had to walk away once. I got so uncomfortable. And a a friend comes to catch me after, and he's like, what's wrong? What's up? I was like, I don't want to (laughs) hear. I don't want to hear about, how are you going to talk about syphilis openly? I don't understand this. I don't want to hear about this. It's it's very disturbing. What was most disturbing was that I was attracted to this person
0: until you heard that,
1: <laughs> and then and then he starts talking shit about about some girl in syphilis and having to take a a, a round of ib- uh, um, antibiotics. And I, you know, it's very strange here. It's very strange. I'm telling you. Uh,
0: so how was the sex with that guy?
1: <laughs>
0: Did you just make him wear a condom or? So I mean, but you have been intimate with people there.
1: Yes, I have.
0: And and so, is their reaction just crazy when you insist on a condom?
1: Um, it's definitely confused. (laughs) It's very strange. They're like, yeah, I've been with four people since I've since I've been here, and all of them looked at me with crossed eyes when I insisted on a condom. Really? Yeah. Really, really, you really, like, I don't, how the fuck are you going <laughs> to, how are you going to contradict or second guess or even question <laughs> that we're not using, that we are using a condom right now?
0: And like, was there complaining during, like, ah, oh, the condom, are, or, or, I mean, or was it just, was it like, oh, okay, well, I guess this is how it's going to be, I guess.
1: Um. There wasn't, there weren't a lot of complaints.
0: Right. Because your vagina is clean.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: No, but you said you said guys around you like vultures. It, you mean you like you get approached constantly?
1: I have to wear a I have to wear a band on my ring finger in order to walk through town. I'm telling you, it's very strange. I can't go to a bar without this ring on my finger and not be not be approached
0: but you would get Keep. approached by guys in New York all the time and I saw it firsthand
1: it's different the volume of it is different here there's just too many too many guys angling for for their turn
0: so even though new york city has a quadrillion guys and where you are there's like seven all you're saying the difference is, is that all seven <laughs> Are constantly approaching you, whereas in New York City, it would happen maybe a couple times a week or something like that. Whereas it's always there.
1: Well, you know, I haven't really thought too too hard about this. Maybe it's more that the the pool here, the pool of people that I would consider being intimate with, is incredibly incredibly shallow. And and I can't. I don't want to deal. with, Who's
0: I don't want to deal. Shallow?
1: With so <laughs> so I wear the ring.
0: So you're saying if it was, if it was a whole bunch of hot dudes, you'd be like bring it on. You'd be like, yeah, go <laughs> ahead, let's talk.
1: I don't know that that's what I'm saying. I don't know exactly what I'm saying. I haven't really thought about this before. But I'm I'm not interested in the majority of the people that approach me. In New York, They're you know, usually when you go out you either go with your friends or your partners or you go or you're interested in i don't know i don't know i don't know i haven't really thought about this before uh, i don't know I'm not comfortable with the quality and quantity of man who has been approaching me here uh, well okay let me tell you what makes me the most uncomfortable they're all overgrown children i'm surrounded by man children it's very strange
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm surrounded by man i mean man child everyone's a man child yes can you explain what does that i don't even know what what does that mean
1: grown-ups. I, I don't know many grown-ups
0: can you give me an example of what quantifies how do you how what what are the qualities of a man child that that differentiates it from a grown-up
1: um, still living in their basement at 37.
0: In their parents' basement, you mean? Yes. Okay.
1: I don't know. I, it's hard to... I don't know. I haven't thought about this very much. All I know is that there is no one... I have not yet met someone here that I trust with my heart.
0: Well, I'm sorry, but you, you, how long until you move back to New York? I ask you this every time we talk, even when we're not... Uh, When I'm not interviewing you, I ask you this almost every single time: How long until you move back to New York City?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Oh wow, but it sounds like like you're actually considering it.
1: I've been considering it, you know that. Yeah, I know. but. Um, um, But now that I have the job that I want here, and you know, colleagues that that I respect and enjoy, and uh, a work community that i that i am excited to participate in participate in it's this is what i needed to feel rooted here mm-hmm. and i just got that so i need more time with that i need more time with what i came here for which is nature stillness quiet peace time to be artistic and creative i i never felt like i had the time to make everything that i wanted to make when i was in new york but now i just finished 30 30 pieces that i'm gonna send to the caster and you know it's it's wonderful i love having that time and space to it takes me 15 minutes to get to work max you know whereas it took me an hour on the train and And 50 podcasts, or, well, 50 seconds of yours.
0: (laughs) You mean you'd only put up with 15 seconds? (laughs) We should say, though, it would normally take you five minutes to get to work, but you're getting stopped by guys with syphilis all the time. (laughs) Hey, uh, you want to come down to my parents' basement and... I got some penicillin, and uh, I just did. I just did Carl from, from Caddyshack for a second there. I
1: got some penicillin.
0: So it's the guy, and hey, Lama, How about you know something you know for the effort? So I got that going for me. Uh, uh, you mind if we talk about politics now as we're recording this? We, We're recording this three days before the election, four days before the election. Uh, What is it like there? Um, I mean, is it even, does it even, because you're, is it because it's so clearly a red state that doesn't even come up in conversation? Or is it just, or is it like, oh, if Obama gets elected again, it's going to hell. I mean, what is it?
1: I only ha- I I don't I don't usually get involved in conver I and I normally walk away from conversations that have to do with politics. Well, but that's <laughs> good.
0: I, I think it's because you're in such a deep red state, it's not as much of a huge conversation there. Or if it is, it's just something that we can walk away from.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, no, it's definitely not. It's definitely not a huge part of anybody's dialogue.
0: So um, politics is just like condoms.
1: <laughs> they have, they have, uh, uh, the syphilis campaigns are more, um, uh, uh, more present than, uh, HIV campaigns around here.
0: Because it's so prevalent. Yes. But, it- <laughs> Do they know that if that if you keep spreading syphilis and keep hitting with antibiotics, eventually there's going to be like a new strain that you can't nuke with antibiotics? I mean, is that?
1: Well, It's already there's there already are strains that are that are resistant, and that's part of the campaigns.
0: This is just. Crazy. It's
1: not your grandma syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't even think my grandma ever
0: had syphilis. Uh, I don't even want
1: to. <laughs> no, not your grandma. No. You're saying not, grandma in general. Not you, sweet. <laughs> I'll have you.
0: I'll have you know this is exactly <laughs> like my grandma's syphilis. <laughs> maybe this has changed, but you sort of identified as heteroflexible maybe by at one point.
1: Okay. Fluid. <laughs>
0: I mean is that something you're you're looking for there or are you just or is it just is it so out of the norm there that you wouldn't even think of it?
1: I uh, I've fallen in love twice here and one once was with a woman. Once was with a woman. There's gonna be a story there. She's not she's not flexible. She's not fluid. She she and I were friends. We got very, very close. I I absolutely absolutely adored her very much loved her and um, tried to initiate uh, a more intimate uh, environment and it just didn't it just didn't happen she just doesn't she's not oriented that way then it then it unfortunately it you know it definitely shifted her responsiveness to our friendship oh, and oh, it broke my heart.
0: Oh, I'm really sorry.
1: I'm sorry. But um I it's uh there are so many incredibly strong and beautiful women here and they're just so independent and so intelligent and so active and so physically strong and just a power in every sense of the word. There are such powerful women here. They're, you know, super moms and, and super climbers and super rafters and super skiers and and super thinkers and super lovers. And the women are just so powerful here. They're a whole different breed of... of of female they're they're beautiful absolutely beautiful and they're environmentally aware emotionally aware they, they're like there's like a, a like a level of a, a, awakenedness here a, a consciousness here that i didn't have a lot didn't get to experience often in in new york new york is a whole other universe as as this is a whole other universe but the the brand of woman here is is remarkable.
0: I would imagine with so many man-children running around that it would be sort of a hotbed of women who were looking for maybe other women. They're just going to say, forget the guys. They're all covered in your grandma's syphilis. <laughs> and we're well, not your grandma's syphilis. And... <laughs> they would just kind of look elsewhere. Is don't you? Isn't that logical, or, is, or are they just so closed in that aspect? They haven't opened themselves up to that.
1: No the 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 types the quality of friendships between women are also different here. They're much more physical. Um, women are much more physical with each other here and tender with each other here than than they are in New York. They're very very touchy, very petty, very kissy, um, very cuddly. It's the, the level of intimacy and in a friendship even is, is, um, is quite intense when it comes to, I'm not so sure when it comes to sexual activity, you know, women are a little bit this is a generalization, but I have found that women are a little bit different when it comes to intimacy. We don't always need to get poked in order to be happy. It's, you know, tenderness, That's not true. Is, <laughs> tenderness is, yeah. You know, who, you know, it's tenderness is valuable. Right. And right. very much, uh, uh, very much sufficient, um, very much fulfilling. Tenderness is is important, and when you're surrounded by man children, ain't no such thing as tender. <laughs> 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 well,
0: so there, there, in New York, there's this. I'm saying this because you already know this, but in New York, there's this thing called the lesbian sex mafia, and it's basically a, a space for just women have you considered maybe organizing just a private cuz that sounds like i mean that sounds like the, the ultimate thing for you uh, you're not going to get any of that vulture stuff no man children
1: maybe or i can occupy my mind and and body with things that make me feel fantastic i've like, like i said i've been making so much art since i've been here and I, I've been getting accolades for them whereas before I couldn't even make them so no one would notice you know what I would make until I made something and it was so rare that I was able to make anything and and um, you know, I don't know exactly why I, I don't I don't know exactly how much more time I have here in my schedule than I did when I when I lived in New York, but in New York, I went. I, the last handful of years that I lived in New York, and it was fourteen years. It was the constant go and the constant noise w- became oppressive to me, mm-hmm. and um, and I just I I found myself um, I I became a little bit of a recluse, and I mean not really, but I found myself in a hiding pattern trying to force out the the quiet and the activity I mean the noise and the activity so that I could find a little piece of something that I could even hear myself think out here I feel like I can not only hear myself think but I can I can hear the world talking back to me are you trying not to laugh
0: I, I I I would just imagine you sitting there enjoying the quiet and all of a sudden some guy, hey, babe, hey. hey <laughs> you're like sitting on some mountaintop, very secluded, and some guy, hey, how's it going? I'll wear a condom if you have to. <laughs> I mean, I guess what you're saying, I guess throughout this whole conversation, what you're kind of saying to me is that whereas when you were in New York, Tink or your sexuality was more a, a, a part of your public life, I guess, is what you were saying, maybe, and now it's more of internalized, and it's not, it's not the focus of your life as it used to be. You've sort of, you've just sort of made a, a, a shift, I'm sure you still think about it, don't get me wrong, but you've made a shift to enjoy other aspects of life, and I think, you know, you, because you know that that's what it means to be a well-rounded person. Am I right?
1: Possibly. Possibly. I, I'm not shifting it by choice. Like I said, I don't have many options. Mm-hmm. But I've definitely come to a point now. Whereas before I would accept a vanilla relationship. Now I will not accept a vanilla relationship. I don't have many options anyway. So, you know, I'd rather have I'd rather have it all or nothing.
0: Uh, kissing mustaches. <laughs> Was that a big change for you?
1: I love mustaches. Really? (laughs) I love these guys with their facial hair. They do, they can, well, when it's not just like some, some Bushman beard, usually it's really well done. Like the mustaches are curled and a little bit waxed, you know, and, (laughs) and the sideburns are just right into the beard. A lot of great facial hair around here. (laughs) Even on the man children.
0: Okay. I thought you said even on the grandchildren. (laughs) They grow them early. They grow them early there well i love you i've missed you and i'm still i'm still counting the days until you come back to new york i appreciate i hope are you willing to do this again
1: yes and i'm willing to take questions yay hey that'll be fun
0: thank you evermore and you can again go back to some of our older episodes and enjoy want to email me you can go to uh Fat Life and look up Massacast, M A S O C A S T, or you can just shoot me an email, massacast at gmail.com. Always looking for more guest suggestions. We've got some really exciting people coming on the show in the future. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye bye.
1: This is Dan and Dawn from the Erotic Awakening Podcast.
0: Some of the most common questions we get from people involve getting the kinky play that they desire. Whether you just finished reading Fifty Shades of Grey,
1: are new to BDSM and kink play, or even if you are a veteran of dungeon events, we invite you to take a look at the Erotic Awakening kink starter card game.
0: These high-quality custom playing cards feature
1: unique combinations of scenes, implements, and accessories. For those that are new to kink, there are a variety of cards to get started with. And for those that have been involved in BDSM for a while, the cards can get a little edgier as well. To find out more and get involved in making these cards evolve from an idea to a reality, yeah, nice. as well as get a deck for yourself, head over to kinkstarter.eroticawakening.com. Thank you for helping us bring our newest project to life. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>